Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. for tuning back into the depth of darkness the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world i'm your host one of your hosts mandy and i'm retired major hugh jess coming at you in your face (laughs) man that was a boisterous fart it knocked over the mic and everything (laughs) yes now this episode we were pushing it off hard because there's so much controversy around it as you all know a lot of controversy, but we're going to do it anyways. So today we are talking about none other than the bastard virus known as COVID-19. That's right, mm-hmm. coronavirus 2019. Welcome to this episode. It might piss you off. It might make you giggle. It might do a lot of things. It might molest your ears, but buckle up. We're going into it. We're going in hard and yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? It was supposed oh, to be that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> malfunction on the sound effects. Malfunction on the sound effects. IL three. My apologies. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna start off. We're gonna go over conspiracies because what's better than a good old conspiracy theory to get your blood boiling? So yeah. I'm gonna touch on some of the more widely circulated conspiracies revolving around COVID. We'll give you some of our opinions. Maybe. Maybe not. Always. You guys can give us your opinions in social media. <laughs> so let's dive deep. You know what opinions are like. Just yeah, saying. like a big stinky fart. All right. So the very first conspiracy is revolving around Dean Kuntz's prediction of a similar virus in his book called The Eyes of Darkness. I saw this circulating social media a lot, and it did definitely catch my attention. <laughs> It caught my interest. It piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. Tickled my fancy. So I'm going to read a quote from that book, The Eyes of Darkness. Again, author Dean Koontz. And it's very creepy how eerily similar it is to the virus. So I'm going to read it to you. You guys sit back, listen. Let it brew and think about it. So Strap it down. Start of quote. In around 2020... Hmm. A severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling that the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, attack again ten years later, and then disappear completely. Now that's foreshadowing. He predicts it's coming back in 
2030. Shut up, Dean Koontz, you bastard. <laughs> Stab Dumb it! Dumbass! No, but one thing I want to point out. Now, if Koontz did actually predict COVID, then at least there's some hope, you know, that we'll get through it. It will come back in 10 years, but at least it'll be gone for good after that. You know, we can only hope. <laughs> so, I mean, he puts a little hope out there. It'll be gone for 10 years. That's a decade. That's a pretty long time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure medicine will progress by then. We'll have a... Well, I- I'm almost yeah. certain that a lot of people that are found to be tied to the outbreak will be mm-hmm. long dead by then. <laughs> that's yeah. just that's just my uh, my best yes. guess hunch. Yeah. That's a good hunch. Dragged so, out of their homes and beaten with wet noodles till they succumb, so to speak. Wet noodles. Yeah. Um, and continuing his quote here, this one's even more creepy. Start of quote, they call the stuff Wuhan 400, that's apparently the virus in his book, Yeah. because it was developed at their RDNA labs outside of the city of Wuhan. I don't know why Wuhan is so hard for me to say. Wuhan. (laughs) Woohoo. And it was the, (laughs) yeah, it was the 400th viable strain of man-made microorganisms created at that research center. Wuhan 400 is the perfect weapon. Mm. Now, that can't just be coincidence. No. Apparently, I mean, one thing I'm going to point out, coronavirus in itself has been around a very long time. That's a different virus than what what people are catching. That's why it's called COVID-19. The virus mutated from coronavirus. It mutated just like any virus, just like any organism. It adapts, it evolves, and it mutates itself to survive. (laughs) Survival of the fittest at its finest. And unfortunately, that's why we have no cure for it. Now, one little tidbit I want to throw in there. Now, just this is just some good fo- food for thought. Really let it simmer. There was another thing I found online. It was a quote. Those who sell the panic also sell the pill. What does yep. that tell you? Yes. <laughs> There's so much media hysteria around this virus. I'm not downgrading it. It is bad. I'm not comparing it to the flu. It's worse than the flu. It's more contagious. But... But uh, I would, I don't want to say I'll bet money on it, but I'm pretty sure they probably do already have a cure, but they're hiding that from us. Now, some people, yeah, I mean, that's just a theory. It's not a fact, but that's just my hunch. (laughs) We're all allowed to have our own opinions, our own hunches. There you go. Um, That's why you guys came here to listen to this. You want to hear our opinions? If it differs than your own, that's okay. You know, we're allowed to have different opinions, but... More than likely, they do have a cure for it, but they choose not to disclose that to the public for whatever reason. That actually kind of reminds me. It's probably got something to do with money. That or going back to our Georgia Guidestones. Georgia Guidestones. (laughs) If you guys remember, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that episode. The elites are very tied to the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Didn't you say like it was vandalized? And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't you say, like, shortly after our episode on Georgia Guidestones, it was actually vandalized, or somebody, like, did something to it? That's what I'd read, that it was vandalized, painted over, like, graffiti kind of thing. Screw the elites! (laughs) 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 We'd like to think that we had something to do with that, but I doubt it. I know, yeah. Everybody (laughs) loves us and our opinions. I want you people to go over there and start (laughs) peeing on this monument. Yeah, piss all over it. Yeah. You showed his boss. Open your window and stick your head out. 
I'm as bad no. as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. In all honesty, though, and we're we're just poking fun, everybody. Kind of. Um, take, yeah. Kind of. Take take what we say with a grain of salt. Yes, we, and we do then this for eat fun. Yeah. We do it for you know. It's it's all in good fun. Kind of. Reverting back to that again, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it because one of the quote unquote guides or commandments on the Georgia Guidestones was to maintain a population under 500 million, I think it was. Correct. Now, (laughs) there was a quote by Bill Gates. Now, maybe I'm going to twist it, but Hugh, I think you know the quote better than me, where it says the best way to control a population is through vaccines. What are they? Yes, he made made that statement, (laughs) by the way, back in February of 2011. Mm -hmm. It was during a what was it, an interview on CNN? And uh, uh, it's on video. I don't like CNN, I'll be honest. A lot yeah. of it's just opinion. Kind of yeah, like who knows? what we're doing right now. <laughs> who knows what he meant to say and what he did say, but when when all these other facts come out that he's somehow tied to a vaccine and he's been mm-hmm. spouting off about vaccines and basically talking like the king of the world for the past month or so. Yeah, uh, tuning his own Telling arms. us how we're going to live our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. You just basically want to hit him in the face with a pie. <laughs> or your ass. Drop kick his ass through those goalposts ten miles from here. <laughs> Hugh Jass got something for you, Bill Gates. You got it. His ass. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I got more than that. There. Eat that, that was and a like wild it. one. You held back. Try and smile now. <laughs> Billy. You geek. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, because he's putting so much thought into the vaccines, and I, I have all respect for scientists, for all the doctors, all the researchers, everybody who's putting effort into trying to find a vaccine for this virus, they're putting a lot of time and effort into it. I'm not downgrading that. However, I think there's more to it that we don't know about or that they're not disclosing to the public. Right. Um, it's happened before. It's probably happening now, and it'll happen in the future. It's, it's a never-ending vicious cycle. But I just wanted to mention that those who sell the panic also sell the pills. So, you know, just a little food for thought. I found out that there's been actually a few people at my my work. I mean, luckily, I'm working remotely currently. I haven't been exposed to it. But some people who are still going into the office have tested positive for COVID. And I mean, as far as I know, they've obviously had the more mild versions of it. You know, they at least as far as I know. <laughs> and I hope that none of them have passed from it. But that's primarily what people are catching is the more mild case of it. Right. Um, oh, you know, you know and, what, the- Mandy? I would like to, before we move forward here, I would like to correct myself from a moment ago when I said February 2011. It was February 2010, and it was a filmed TED presentation by Bill Ted. Gates. Ah. So that's what I it like was. I want to make sure I got Shout that out. correct. <laughs> yeah. And uh, any articles we refer to or any quotes that we refer to i'll include in the drop down the description box down below so you guys can always look at it on your own if you feel so and feel free to correct us we won't get offended we want to make sure we're putting out accurate information but again this this episode is more discussion based between me and hugh we're giving certain different concern what's the word (laughs) we're going over (laughs) i'm not quite sure i I'll, i'll look it up somewhere what the F are you talking about, Mandy? There I have no go. damn idea. i got a few minutes of free time here. <laughs> we're going over different conspiracies, is what I was trying to get at. Uh, and we're giving our opinions on it, and we're just outlining them and putting little pieces together. We may be completely incorrect, 
That's possible. Right. You know, but we're going to promote it anyway. Fun. Yeah, damn it. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> You're bad. But that was a big one. So a lot of people have been pointing out about Dean Koontz, his book, The Eyes of Darkness, yeah. and how that is so eerily similar to what's occurring now. Now, Dean's a hell of a guy, and he better not have anything to do with this. Oh, no, he's a great, great author. I love yeah, his books. He's a hell of a guy. But the one thing that creeped me out about that second quote, where it said it's the perfect weapon, that's what made me think of the quote from Bill Gates. <laughs> you know, the best way to control it. So it kind of ties right. in with the Georgia Guidestones, as well as his quote. Now, CNN, they, they might have completely butchered what he said and made it sound completely different than what he actually said. That's likely. But we don't know. I mean, the media twists a lot of things. So I, I tend to try and steer away from yeah. media frenzy. Because Although it is on film, so. <laughs> but did they butcher the actual film? Like, did they uh, cut it and well, splice it you know, and you know, move things around? He's pretty much a friend to CNN, so I, yeah. I don't know why they would go out of their way to make <laughs> him look bad. Uh, Pro yeah, you are right on that. Yeah, for and, sure. And, you know, this was quite a few years before this virus outbreak that we've had going on here. Uh, mm -hmm. Woo flu or whatever the hell they call it, and Woo -flu. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, he said a couple of strange things, and he's kind of a smart guy, so it leads you to believe that uh, yeah. he he just made a a ment mental slip as opposed to it was a, it was a faux pas. He said something he probably wished he hadn't, as opposed to just being confused and saying something totally wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Might let something slip accidentally mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's just my guess i don't know the guy and hell i don't ever want to but <laughs> it's like hey unless you want to you <laughs> I'm know sure that goes in both lend directions. me a couple million you know hey yeah. let's be buddies <laughs> hey bill how you doing buy in the face <laughs> <laughs> no hugh it's ass in the face yeah oh wait <laughs> I'm i just forgot gonna keep... <laughs> i forgot there there's my cue now we're right um, again all right, tangents aside, let's go back. <laughs> what Another were we talking conspiracy. about? <laughs> Bill Gates. Oh, that's um, son of a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but this next one, this is another very commonly known or commonly circulated conspiracy revolving COVID. And that is none other than The Simpsons, the TV show everybody loves. Yep. The Simpsons prediction of an eerily similar virus in their episode titled Margin Chains. And this was actually aired back in 1993. I probably saw this when I was a kid. I don't know. If I did, I didn't even think anything of it. But I used to watch The Simpsons like crazy when I was a kid. That was like my jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, early 90s. But, I mean, The Simpsons have been notorious for their, like, creepy accuracy when it comes to predictions in their episodes. I mean, from the 9-11 attacks to Trump's election and now the prediction of the virus and the new murder hornets, quote unquote. Uh, apparently they predicted that too, but it's... It just makes you question, like, how are the creators of The Simpsons hiding these little Easter eggs in their episodes with such accuracy if there isn't something more dark or sinister to it? Like, there has to be some correlation. It can't just be random. It can't be random chance that they included these little things in their episodes so far in advance without some sort of... Guidance? Yeah. Like, some, <laughs> like their predictions must have been guided somehow. How? I don't Who know. Who the hell but... is Matt Groening, anyway? <laughs> Isn't it groaning? Well, it's spelled groaning, but I, I believe it's pronounced graining. Oh, I like groaning better. Groaning. Yeah. Groaning. 
But yeah, in the episode, I'm just going to kind of go over it so you guys can get an idea. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure most of you have. But uh, in the episode, there's a worker who's in a factory and he's sick. He's coughing. He's like, I don't feel very good. And he tells one of his co-workers to not let the boss know that he's sick. And then he goes and coughs into some of the packages that, you know, they're about to ship out. And when the packages arrive to Springfield, you know, the people who receive them, they open them, they breathe in that virus without knowing it. And it begins to spread like wildfire. It just begins spreading like crazy. Everybody's infected. Okay, you know, you got to stop with those sound effects. It's just going, eh! <laughs> um, but There we go. There we go. That was a good one. But it starts spreading rapidly, and that sounds very similar to coronavirus. Yeah. But um, in the episode, they refer to it as the Osaka flu, and apparently... The people in the warehouse, the characters from there, were in Japan. And actually, yeah. one of the creators of the episode went on recently and was basically shaming anybody who followed this specific conspiracy theory, saying, you know, shame on you that you would even compare this to coronavirus because coronavirus originated in China and in The Simpsons, it was Japan. There's been a lot of, I don't even want to say the word hatred, but people shunning anybody who's Asian. You know, assuming like, oh, maybe you're you're from China or, you know, not knowing where the people are from and shunning right. them because they're worried they're spreading the virus. That's what he was pointing at. Some people might even be doing yeah, hate I, crimes. Nobody here know? is responsible. We'll, we'll say that. Nobody, nobody Asian that's here right now, in my opinion, is responsible. Um, oh, no. I don't I, even think that people in, people in, in our China when it happened, are probably it's not way more responsible. So... I don't think it's their fault. I don't think it's the civilians' fault. I think it's their government, okay? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt. If the theory is true, if the conspiracy is true, that it was, in fact, created in a lab in China, which I am going to And it seems like it was. Yeah, it sure does. There is a U.S. patent on it, so that shows that it was man-made, it is controlled, and it was created in a lab setting. (laughs) Whether or not it was produced in China and the U.S., I don't know, but I'm going to go over the exact patent number so you guys can actually look it up and see that coronavirus did have a U.S. patent on it. But again, COVID-19, the one that's been spreading around that people are dying from, that we keep hearing about on the media, is a different strand, just like there's different strands of other viruses, different strands of the flu. That's different than what was produced in the lab. It's mutated since then, and that's why it is, unfortunately, so deadly. Now we're going to move on to the other conspiracy. It was man-made. Okay. I'm going to say the patent right now. Take note. Write it down. The patent for coronavirus. Again, the man-made one. It's US 101-3070-1-B as in boy, 2. Dun-dun-dun. Go ahead. Take a gander. Look it up. It's coronavirus. Chew on that. Yeah, chew on it and tell me you like it. Chew on it and swallow it. Go to the doctor. The conspiracy around the patent is that due to all the political riots and protests that were taking place in Hong Kong back in, you know, 2019, I think even 2018, it's been happening for a while. They were rioting against the government. The Chinese government wanted to regain its full control. It didn't want people rioting. It wanted that sense of control. So some of the conspiracies around it is that they intentionally released the virus, you know, whether it was in Wuhan or wherever. That's where the outbreak was first reported, so... I think you could pretty much go with that, but there are people that think it was released long before, possibly mm-hmm. between Thanksgiving and Christmas last year. Ugh, so. Yeah. And, well, I mean, going back to what 
the conspiracy is they think that the, the Chinese government released it intentionally to the public and watched it as it rapidly reaped havoc on the population. And they were probably sitting there smiling and just patting themselves on the back like, yeah, we're in control, bitch. <laughs> you know, like how much you want to yeah. bet that's, that's how the political system was. And I'll be honest, that's actually very believable. If you, if you dig deeper into it, it's actually really terrifying. I mean, we all know that governments worldwide, not just our own country, they want to control their populations. That's basically what a government is, is they control everything. Well, they want to try and keep order. They're not supposed to, but they do. They basically, do. What, yeah. our, what our government was founded to do is basically carry out the things that we as citizens alone couldn't do. And know? they also wanted to avoid tyranny. So, but right. look look where we are now. <laughs> well, it's coming uh, to a conclusion, I believe. That's Hope so. Yeah. But to go along with this conspiracy theory, many people actually speculate that since the virus is in fact patented, that the government, and this refers to China and U.S. alike, uh, that they do in fact already have a cure for it. So kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, and as a means to maintain their control over the populations. They refuse to release it to the public because they want that sense of control. Now, devil's advocate here, why would a government or governments do that if it's going to destroy their economy? And that's what we're dealing with right now. Our economies are, they're being destroyed, basically. All the economies worldwide are being hit by this and in a negative way. So devil's advocate, why would a government want to do that if it was going to destroy their economy? And that doesn't make sense. So that's, you know, playing on the other side of the coin for this conspiracy that that doesn't make sense. Why would a government do that? I see both sides. I can see, you know, where each side is coming from. But at the same time, it doesn't really pan out, you know. But yeah, that definitely <laughs> makes me think back to Georgia Guidestones, the sense of control and wanting to maintain the population number uh, for whatever reason. So some good old food for thought. Take it in yeah. and digest Hey, it. you know, I've got something to read for you. This yeah. is off drleonardcoldwell.com, and Ooh. it's an article that was written uh, January 28th of this year called, basically subtitled, The War in America. Bill Gates funded the Purebright Institute, which owns the patent on coronavirus. Mm. Damn. And basically, what it goes on to say is, the patent page for coronavirus explains that it may be used as a vaccine for treating and or preventing a disease such as infectious bronchitis in a subject, suggesting that this is just another weaponized viral strain, notice that I said weaponized, designed mm -hmm. to sell more useless, deadly vaccines, while at the same time killing off a few thousand or perhaps a few million people. Ugh. Nice. Jesus. Nice. And then there's something more interesting <laughs> down the page. Uh -huh. Bill and Melinda Gates hosted Event 201 back in October Described as a high-level pandemic exercise. Great. Yeah. That's nice. That's good. <laughs> Held in partnership with the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security and the World mm -hmm. Economic Forum, which whenever you hear the word world, you know mm -hmm. that's the globalists. And once again, we go back to the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, the latest. Yes. <laughs> the latest endeavor by Bill Gates is highly suspicious, to say the least, especially when considering that it was held just in time for the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah. That's just, that's all I'm going to say, because I think I've planted the seed. It's going to yeah, sprout into go. some ungodly, <laughs> you know, stinky yes? plant. Yeah. <laughs> A whole pile of shit plants. You bet. Yeah. 
yeah, conspiracy on vaccines and p- population control. It's all there. All there for your little hearts to be broken yeah. by. Um, the very last thing I wanted to cover, kind of moving away from conspiracies, but comparing COVID with the flu, because that's what a lot of people have been doing. The article I'm going to be referencing is taken from WHO. <laughs> What? The, the the World Health Organization. Who Who's that verse? are you? Who, 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 who? Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to compare the two. And I mean, I'll be honest. In the beginning, I was one of those people who said, oh, the virus isn't that bad. It's not as bad as the flu. I mean, look, the flu kills tons of people each year. And, you know, we survive it. There's no hysteria. It's just like the flu. And I originally thought that, I'll be honest. But seeing how it spreads so much quicker, it's way more contagious. That's the scary part of it. That's the more deadly part of it. And I mean, I don't think it's the actual virus that's killing people. I think it's how your body reacts to it. So if it turns into pneumonia, that's what's killing people. Some people are saying, some people are saying blood clots, that's killing people, obviously. It can move to your heart, it can move to your lungs, your brain, and you're dead. But I mean, one thing I do wanna mention real quick before going into the comparisons is, I was watching the news the other day and I think it was like ABC News or something like that. I don't rarely, I rarely watch the news because I'm so sick of how, you know, one-sided they are. Yeah, it's propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to brainwash people, essentially. If you guys disagree with that, I'm sorry. It's the truth of the matter. (laughs) All the news stations do it, regardless of which side they're on. Yeah, I think people are waking up to it, so you can say what you feel. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I saw in the news was 130 more deaths in Chicago, possibly, possibly due to COVID. And it's like, wow. I understand there's so many deaths happening, yeah. but how dare they? That's almost they? as many people that got shot last weekend, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. But how <laughs> dare they say possibly when they don't even know for sure? They're just fear-mongering. They're spreading that fear to the masses, to people who don't know any better or who, who don't want to research it. You know, and that pissed me off. I was like, um, okay, so somebody who dies from a heart attack, a brain tumor, a stroke, somebody who gets shot, you know, in a car crash. Yes. They don't, they don't want to investigate forbid, it. dies on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, they just couldn't push that shit out quick enough. Um, You're right. You know, I mean, comparing that, taking all those deaths and saying possibly, that's basically disrespecting the dead as well. Like, they're not wanting to investigate because there's so many masses of people dying. Oh, it could be COVID. So let's just include it in the mass numbers on the, you know, on the newscast. So people have more fear of it. They stay inside. They abide by the law. They do what they're told. They're controlled. So I just wanted to put that little uh, tidbit in there because it pissed me off. <laughs> From something I read a few weeks ago, the interesting thing about those statistics, about how many people have died from it, mm-hmm. it's funny how for the only time in recent memory mm-hmm. certain other certain other causes of death have dropped dramatically mm-hmm. to match the covid experience right, right. it like ties you know. it back in like they're yeah even if I the mean, person died someone from dies a heart of attack, a heart attack stroke, but they had covid you know. at one point so they're <laughs> tying it to that right so you know. they had it like months ago but it was covid that killed them it was the covid <laughs> Sure. Right. So, all right, going back here. I digress, but we're going to go back to comparison. So in the article taken from the World Health Organization, or WHO, uh, I'll link it down below for you to reference. Start of quote. 
A major difference is that COVID-19 causes more severe disease than seasonal influenza. While many people globally have built up immunity to seasonal flu strains, COVID-19 is a new virus to which no one has immunity. That means more people are susceptible to infection and some will suffer severe disease. So as I said, it's mutated from its original state, just like the flu strands do. You can get a flu vaccine each year, but you still might get a different strand of that flu. That happened to me a few years back, and that was like death. <laughs> that was the worst flu I had. I mean, it was coming out each end. It was horrible. Oh, from a shot? Well, no, I had the flu shot. Oh, but I still, yeah. I still got the flu, and it was bad. I mean, that was the <laughs> one that people were dying a lot from in hospitalizations. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was the that worst flu I've ever had. about 20 years ago, and I, that was the last time I got one of those. Yeah, some people were like, oh, maybe it was food poisoning because yeah. I had it for like a week and a half. And it's like, no, I have a weakened immune system. So if I get sick, it lasts a lot longer. So putting that out there for you too, folks, I have a weakened immune system. So yeah, I'm a little freaked out about COVID, but I'm taking proper precautions like I should be, but I'm not both are. Yeah. feeding into the hype that the media is brainwashing people with so going back to this globally about 3.4 percent of reported covid19 cases have died by comparison seasonal flu generally kills far fewer than one percent of those infected so taking those numbers you can see that obviously more people percentage wise have died due to covid in comparison to the seasonal flu now again that might be skewed the news and the data might not be accurate because they might be combining all these deaths and saying it's all COVID when it might not actually be the case. You uh, are correct. I am correct, indubitably. I know. But yeah, that right there, it goes to show how drastically different the two viruses actually are. Yes, they're both viruses. Yes, they both mutate. Yes, they both have different strands, so on and so forth. But they are very different. So comparing the two is like comparing apples and oranges. It's stupid. Don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think well, one people... was a bioweapon, basically. So yeah, that's it, people should exactly. be cognizant of that. That it mm -hmm. it was developed to be a problem, so it's going yeah. to be one. They're both bastards. They both like mutating themselves and make a variety of strands. So we're, if we're not careful, I mean, we could get the flu numerous times. Even if we get the uh, the flu shot, we could also get COVID numerous times if it keeps mutating like the little shit it is. But just take that into consideration. When you hear people spouting off how coronavirus isn't as bad as they say, it's a virus. Just remember, it's a virus. It can and will mm -hmm. mutate itself, and it will become different many times over and over again, just like the flu. That's why we see the flu every year. We'll more than likely continue to see COVID every year. So there you go. Point made. They can create a vaccine all they Point want. Point made and beaten to death. <laughs> yeah, beat that horse good. <laughs> um, I think he's dead. Keep hitting him. <laughs> Let me just uh, kick him a few more times. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they can still create a vaccine. Go ahead. But just like the flu, it'll keep mutating. It'll keep procreating itself over and over and over again. And we'll never be 100% protected from COVID. I'm just putting that out there. We just won't be. And the fact that it poses a much more dangerous threat in the most severe cases, so people who are hospitalized and even dying from it, than the seasonal flu, that goes to show that we as a population really need to change our attitudes regarding it. Whether we believe in one of these conspiracies we went over or not, 
I mean, th the reality is that it is a virus, it can and will mutate, and it isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I'm sorry, I don't want to fear monger, but that's the truth of it. <laughs> we have to look at it biologically. It's a virus, and that's what's going to happen. And I, I really, I don't like to see how all these media outlets twist the facts, kind of how I went over earlier. Um, but, I mean, I do respect the doctors, the scientists, the researchers, everybody who's putting effort to try and slow down the spread. I have much respect for them because they're trying and some of them are even catching it some of them are dying right but yeah I the mean, real ones not the ones on tv i i have more respect for the real ones the ones in the trenches doing the work not the yeah talking no, exactly. heads yeah the ones who are actually putting so much time and effort sweat tears into it those are the ones who deserve the respect just like the nurses the doctors medical staff anybody who's in a hospital that is swamped with covid i mean so much respect to them because without them there would be no help for it. <laughs> People would be dying constantly. But, I mean, if we work together instead of against each other, you know, if we spread that love, dark love on our end, <laughs> you know, we can overcome this virus. We really can. So little light at the end of the tunnel there for you, everybody. Yeah. And yeah. as always, now we're going to go over those closing statements. The end is near. So buckle up. As always, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple iTunes and share our show with family and friends to help spread that dark cheer. <laughs> and one last quote, Mandy. <laughs> I got too excited there. This from the website of Dr. Leonard Coldwell in that same article I referred to before. Yes. From Bill Gates. If we do a really great job on vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower the global population by perhaps about 10 to 15 percent. Damn. <laughs> What a guy. That's nice. Yeah, generous. Uh, Someone wants to, like, <laughs> throw that pie in his face, I'll suggest maybe putting some big-ass marbles in there. Something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> just... And maybe put it on a catapult. Yeah, just launch that right into his face. Yeah, launch it, like, three feet in front of his face <laughs> on a oh, catapult. Oh, you like me now, damn it! Uh, yeah. Eat that! Eat that shit! <laughs> that about concludes our episode again we hope you enjoyed it don't get too upset if you disagree with some of the stuff we said we're all allowed to have our own opinions whether they differ or yeah, not you know opinion. thank you for tuning in we appreciate your listenership and you know feel free to send us your opinions because we want to hear it we want to share the darkness that's going on in the world and no better way than communication right am i right <laughs> so lastly last little uh, closing statement here if you guys just can't get enough of us, you can't get enough huge ass and Mandy in your life, in your face, consider becoming a patron. <laughs> in these dark times, in these unprecedented times, that's a big word. We'll make it even darker. You want more content, more dark content, more childish humor, more awesome stuff in your life for just a dollar a month. And yes, that's right, a dollar. You get bonus content each week. You get entered into giveaways. We give you a shout out. All kinds of goodies. All kinds. There's other tiers, too. You don't have to just do a dollar if you want to be generous. <laughs> but it is as low as a dollar yep. a month, so feel free. But yeah, our link to Patreon down below. Take a look at our tiers. Much appreciated. We do love you guys. And you guys love us. You love that darkness. Consider becoming a patron. It helps us out. We know you do. You know you do. We know you do. We, we know it. <laughs> yes. So that's it for today's episode, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. And as always, until next time. Bye. Bye.
Hey, oddballs. It's Courtney. And Jensen. And we're the hosts of It's an Odd World After All, the podcast. Every Monday, we bring you a new topic, whether it's paranormal, true crime, or just the random odd life events. We also pick a listener story to read every episode. So go listen right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and it's an oddworldafterall.com for more. And well, it's an odd world after all. all.